What's up, everybody? Coming to you live and direct from Knott's Berry Farm. It is another episode of the Run Nostalgia Podcast coming at you. <laughs> oh, my ass. repeating again. <laughs> oh, we're off to a great start. So, yeah, guys, we got another episode of the Real Nostalgia Podcast. I uh, hope you guys are enjoying the episodes as usual. I think the last episode we put out was uh, the backyard one, one with the guest. Yeah, it was a backyard one, right? Yeah, yeah. So that sh- that was a good one. Um, hopefully, you guys enjoyed that one. Uh, this one, I don't know what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about some stuff. Uh, we're just free flowing. I saw dude. a lot of movies. I saw a lot of movies. What happened? I said we're just free flowing tonight. Oh yeah, free flowing. You know what I mean. I'm like a, I'm like a cliff diver. You know what I mean. Hopefully the chute opens. Hopefully it doesn't, my brethren. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, how you doing, Ruben? Dude, we did it, man. We fucking we beat We'd... the we beat the communists. The movie theaters are open. Oh my we god. When are you, when are you planning on going to a movie theater? I don't know, man. I I think um like there's that movie. What's it called? Uh, Unknown or what's it, the one with the what's that guy's name from? Liam Neeson. No, he's the one from Better Call Saul. Saul. The one from Better Call Saul. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk. His new movie comes out. I think at the end of March. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, that one looks really good, and that's like only in theaters, so that's tempting me. Because, yeah, I definitely you know? wouldn't risk my life to go see that. And then, um, <laughs> oh, dude, we're the we're the Moderna Bros, dude. We're vaxxed, uh, bro. You didn't no, hear we're vaxxed, no, dude. Hundred percent. Oh, you're not. Uh... I still got like a month. Oh damn. Yeah, I still got like a month, bro, because I still got what, like two, two, three more weeks to get a second dose. Oh, okay. I two weeks. I two think weeks. Two more weeks, and then yeah, I gotta say wait twenty twenty eight days after you get your first one. Yeah, and then I gotta wait another ten days after that. Yeah. Hey, you might you so, might make uh, it for King Kong, or no? Not nah, HBO maxing that bitch. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Although I do love Rebecca Hall. Oh man, I love Rebecca Hall, dude. She's one of my favorites. <laughs> And uh, I think Joel Kinnaman or a Sarsgaard is in that one. I don't know, but either way. But yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, I know they're opening up, but I don't know if your boy's gonna be going out there until after summer. So after summer? Yeah, dude. There's like no rush. What movies are like? My thing is, there's like no movies that like I would definitely need to see. What about Fast Nine? Come on, man. You got you gotta you gotta join yeah, the family. You gotta join the family one. barbecue. Shit, I'm there. trying to go see Boogie. If Boogie was in the theaters, I'd be like, damn, I'd really <laughs> consider it, dude. But well, they have that nah. at the drive-ins right now. Yeah, I know. I think I'm gonna go this week. They, they demoted I, that I to the second movie after like one weekend. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go, dude. I, I just can't. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I want to see it, but it's like I I know it's gonna be one of those things. I'm gonna go see it. Like what happened with another round? Like I'm gonna go see it, and then like a week later, it's gonna be like, oh, we're it's gonna come to VOD in a month. It's like just give me a timetable when it's coming to VOD. Cause like with another round, that shit I bought that shit a couple weeks ago, or uh, oh I I totally forgot I should have wrote that down, and uh, yeah, and then it's on Hulu this week. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, cause it got nominated, you know, so yeah. the director got nominated, so like they released it with the slate of movies. But yeah, that's a movie I was like, fuck man, not that it costs a lot of money, cause I only think it costs like six bucks. But it's, oh okay, which is like God damn it, my luck. Yeah man, the uh, yeah you see all the Oscar nominations. That happened this morning. Yeah. So, what do you think about it? Uh, it's it's same shit, dude. I don't know. I just I I don't. There's a couple of them that like really upset me. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's it's fine, you know. Like I, I didn't like that promising young woman is like killing it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's sweeping the Oscars. But um, I think I don't know, man. I think Regina King definitely got snubbed. 
Oh, yeah, big time. Big time, man. Like, she should have definitely got it for Best Director. Right? She directed her circles around some of those dudes. Yeah, man. I know. Like, I, I just don't I don't get the... Um, what's her name? What's her... Emerald... Um, Emerald Fennell? Yeah, Emerald Fennell. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think that was directed that well. Promising Young Woman. Uh, I'm like, whatever about the Oscars every year. You know me. I'm like, yeah. whatever. But, uh, yeah, I think this is like a very weak class of movies. Um, it is, yeah. I don't think like anything that was uh, nominated for Best Picture is going to age necessarily well, except Jude, Judas and the Black Messiah. But even that, it's like. I think Nomadland would. That's a, that's a good movie, man. It's just overall. Like, nah, it's like, I think that's like going to be a, a one of her movies. That's like a stepping stone to get her to get to her movie. That's gonna be like you think so a gnarly one. I think so. I I like personally. I don't. I don't like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like it's because it's not. There's like no story to it. You know what I mean? It's just it's just like a documentary. Yeah, but I think that I think that's like the, the point of the movie. You know, because she has no like set life. She's just like flowing through the land. You know, so that's kind of like the whole thing about it. I guess, but then it's like. I don't know if that's the case. Then, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think it's gonna age well. I don't think it's. I, I truly don't think it's gonna uh-huh. age well. Like when Amazon goes out of business, they're gonna be like, "Oh, what the hell was she working at? What's what's that store?" <laughs> no, I mean that's like that's like one of the things that people argue about that movie. That you know, like she she used the uh, Amazon, you know, as a character, yeah. as like a plot device in the movie, and people are like, "Well, that's the man." But it's like, I mean, she's not saying that Amazon's a good thing. Yeah, no, <laughs> just it's uh-huh. one of her jobs. Yeah, I don't know. I I personally looked at it and I was just kind of like, oh, there's like a whole slew of movies that they, you know, they 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 forgot about because essentially the Oscar campaign started in September. So anything before September, it's like, well, we don't really care. Are you serious? Is that usually? What, I mean, the, is that usually that's how, never it how it happens? I mean, there's a push. Usually, those movies that are that were like put that were like front runners in the beginning of the year are pushed. You know, at the end of the year, it's like a re-release in theaters. And yeah. Like, but like, yeah, I mean. The Defy Blood, the the Defy Bloods, like nothing. Yeah, because it like, wasn't that good. I mean, it's as I think it's as good, better than Promising Young Woman. So, I I definitely yeah. uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed it more, but I don't think it was made that well. I think there's parts of it that are made like super well. Uh huh. Like that mine scene, you know what I mean? Like that mine scene. Oh yeah. On the mines, that's like that was cool. Yeah, but then it, overall, it looks like kind of like a made-for-TV movie, you know. Just like the cinema, yeah, yeah, the cinematography yeah. wasn't that great in that movie. It was just kind of yeah, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I did uh, enjoy that more though. But I mean, there's a million movies there that were like that that came out before. Never, rarely, always, sometimes. Uh, First Cow, uh, Palm Springs. Palm Springs, that's uh, right. On that should have been ooh, best comedy, right? Or best comedy. Should have been at least best screenplay for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever, if it was adapted or not adapted, but I don't know. There was. I just feel like. I, I don't know. I just don't feel like this. And then the other thing is, you know, like it was a while before they decided like, fuck it. We're just going to like sh- uh, send some of these movies out on VOD for a while. They were like holding out, you know, movie theaters. Remember yeah. that? Like, oh, well, theaters going to come back. Theaters going to come back. Uh-huh. And then like eight months later, they're like, OK, yeah, well, this isn't going away. <laughs> so they like, decided to release everything. I don't know. I just I I don't think it's a very strong class of movies. When I think we look back in 20 years, we're going to be like, oh, OK. Things like The Departed Year. Uh, yeah, I think I, I still have to see Mank and Minari. Those are the two yeah. on the list that I, I want to see before I cast any judgment on the other movies besides Promising Young Woman because I know for sure that shouldn't be there. Yeah, Minari's good. Um, the trailer's a bit deceiving, so I would say, well, don't watch the trailer. Um, and you didn't see Mank? 
No, I want to though. Oh, it makes a lot of walk and talks. A lot of walk and talks. And I like like the the story behind it. You know, like the Susan and Kane and all that stuff. But yeah, um, it just looks like it's kind of. It looks like is it really long? It just looks like it could be like a really long, drawn out yeah, movie. Yeah, really long. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's long. But is it entertaining uh, though? Like, did you enjoy it? Uh, I guess a lot of these movies I felt like that though. You know. Uh huh. Like Trial of Chicago Seven, I think is trash. I think it's like one of the worst movies I've ever seen, and I don't understand why it's getting all this praise. Like I don't. Well, it's just for the content, you know, the subject matter. I guess, but the subject matter is like so. It's it's it it, it, it like it's not cl- it's not close to that subject matter. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. a movie. Movie. Uh huh. He takes liberties with the contract with the uh, subject matter, and so I don't know. Did it? Uh, I think it's a trash. I think it's a trash ass movie. Yeah. Like horrible. I think it's like unwatchable. Really? Uh, unwatchable wow. movie. I I personally think so. I was watching it and I was like, dude, I don't get this movie. Like he directed it too, right? Or no? Aaron, Aaron Sorkin. Sorkin yeah. yeah, he wrote and directed it. Yeah. Crazy. And then Sound of Metal. I heard everybody loved that movie. You don't think that deserves to be up there? It's small. It's not a typical movie that I would see. It's like Minari. It's like not a typical movie I would see get nominated for an Oscar. But is it good though? Oh, I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. That was like, I think that's the single best performance I had seen all year from the the best supporting actor, the guy Paul Racy in that movie. Oh, okay. I think that was like one of my favorite movies of last year. Yeah, that was one of the first movies I saw. Like the digital. I don't know. I oh, like one was of the that first Fantastic releases Fest or TIFF. But yeah, that was one of the first digital festivals I got. T- I got a ticket to, and I saw that movie, and I was like, "What the fuck." Yeah, it's amazing. That's an amazing movie. It's a cool movie. The guy that wrote uh, Place Beyond the Pines, excuse me. Place Beyond the Pines, that's his directorial debut. Oh, no way, really? Yeah, and uh, it's kind of got that feel to it, you know what I mean? Oh, cool. Um, that aesthetic. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's a cool, it's cool. Like, it's uh, it's kind of oscar baity though. That's the thing. Oh, it is? Yeah, because it's like, it, de- it deals with a person with a disability, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, those kind of movies do well. Um, what's the father? Because I've been seeing that that's getting nominated a lot too. That's the uh, Alzheimer movie with uh, Anthony Hopkins oh, and okay, Olivia okay. Coleman. But that's only been out for like a month, and only like a handful of people saw it because it played at Sundance. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so it's only in theaters right now, and it's not on VOD, so nobody's really seen it. That's like another weird thing. It's like, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> it's like a weird schedule right now. Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, I, well, it's it's in in a, end of April, right? So I guess it gets people time to go watch it. Oh yeah, you for know? sure. You can you can bang out all those movies. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's like it's weird. Like and then there's I heard that that movie, My Octopus Teacher, got nominated for a best documentary. A documentary, yeah. And I'm like, that's like a Netflix documentary. I didn't see it, but I just remember that was like a that was a blip in social media for at a time. Yeah, I remember like a lot of people talked about it, so it was really good. Yeah, you know, it I'm was, happy. I'm happy. Time got nominated. That was like that's like a great documentary. Was uh, Tiger King nominated? For best documentary, <laughs> now nah, white white tiger white tiger was it nominated for best adapted screenplay? I think. Uh, the, that one looks the, good, like, dude. I, I, Bollywood I, crime. Yeah, epic. it looks really good. Yeah, it's a Netflix, right? They they yeah. did that one. I personally just think it's a weak class of fucking movies, but that's just me. You know what I mean? You yeah. know my taste. It's different than. Crazy man. Very. It's usually pretty contrarian. But did, did you watch any of the Grammys? Did I watch any of the Grammys? No, I did not. Fuck that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy though. A lot of people I I really like I got like won and got nominated, so uh-huh. that was cool. That was cool. 
uh, like Ice T, you know. Oh yeah. Ice T one, and then he dedicated it to Riley Gale after that. That was pretty cool. Um, I saw Thundercat one. Yeah, Thundercat one. Zosta. That was cool. And then I saw Katrinata one, and that's the first time a black artist has won in uh the dance category, which is crazy because dance like house music is like was invented by black people so it's like <laughs> from detroit in chicago you know uh-huh. it's like fucking wild that they, they that that's he's the first black person to win, win that award and then her she her one oh yeah her she's from vallejo hell yeah, yeah and robert cool. glass they won because of robert glassberg yeah see there's like people that i saw that i was like oh shit like i love these guys you know? yeah the, well, the, i didn't watch the, any the sh- i didn't i didn't like even i didn't even try watching the, the th- i just saw all the reaction videos like online oh okay yeah, you know I mean? we watch all like the the um, award shows because we do like a drinking game. Yeah, like we like we do like we vote like who's gonna win and then whoever loses has to take a shot. <laughs> so like we end up watching them all, but this one was pretty cool because it was more like a concert, you know? Like there yeah. was like way more like it was just performance, 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 and then like every time they announced like a a, a category or like a performer, they would go into like a, a behind the seat, like behind the music type of thing. It would intro into this thing, and then the, the electricity would go through the guitars, and then go to them, and it show their background. And it was pretty cool. Okay. And then, and then they would just do performances. So it was, it was. I thought it was a lot like better this year. I saw the Bill Burr thing that everybody was up in arms for for like five seconds. Bill Burr was was there. Yeah, he like pre- presented for best Latin uh, Grammy. Or oh shit! I didn't, even say, I didn't even see that part, dude. Huh? I didn't even see that part. Yeah, and uh, Janae Aiko was on stage. She like handed off, you know, like uh-huh. the yeah, like the figure figurative like talking baton. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she comes out and then they cut. They threw it to him, and uh, yeah, he like got canceled online for like the people try to cancel him for like five minutes. For what? What do you do? So he made like a joke. He's like he made like a joke, uh, uh, like a disparaging comment about himself. He said, like, all the feminists are mad right now because they're like, why is this white guy giving out all these Latin <laughs> awards? Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. It's, like, so funny to see people's reaction because people's reaction is, like, you exactly know, people try to cut say- somebody down for, like, five minutes. Yeah. But, like, I think, like, Bill Burr is, like, the literal, literal, like, definition of, like, uncancelable, uh, like, an uncancel, cancel, cancel, how do you say it? You can't cancel Bill Burr. Yeah. Because he doesn't, he doesn't say anything, like, truly mean or anything, you know? It's just more like. Well, the other thing is too is like he's he's learned how to adapt to it. He's like truly, I think the first comic that's like learned to adapt to it that just says it and doesn't care. You know what I mean? Because he's gotten enough uh, cachet to like be like whatever, man. I yeah. really don't care what you have to say. And so like people always bring up that card, you know what I mean? Like oh, well he's married to a black woman, you know? Like yeah, he be racist and married to a black woman, and like it's just funny that like. People have to say shit like that for him. Not saying that that's that's not like that's not a right thing to say, uh-huh. but it's just like funny how like both sides like there's a like quip for somebody trying to cancel him, and then like the people that are trying to cancel him like, well, he's married to a black woman. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like how about we don't say anything and yeah. just laugh at a joke? You or, know? or if you get offended, just don't listen to his stuff in the future. Yeah, but it's don't like it's his, funny because yeah. like yeah, my whole thing was like, the internet works so fast that they're. There's people that are offended, and then there's people that are trying to protect the offender, and they yeah. both like pop up like Cause, immediately. Because <laughs> now it's getting crazy, man. Even like, like what was that? Pepe Le Pew's gone, and Mr. <laughs> Potato, Mr. Potato Head, dude, he's gone. All right, it's so funny, dude. Like, yeah. oh my god. And then people are just like, they're canceled, and I'm like, are they though? And then you have, and then you have the people who are like, okay, if Pepe Le Pew's gone, then what about Miss Piggy? She's the same way. We got to cancel her too. Just like, just chill out, man. Uh, people are so dumb, bro. Like looking for <laughs> shit to argue about. Yeah. That's oh, funny, God. man. 
And yeah, but that that was funny. I didn't. I get to see the. Re- I just saw like like I said the reaction videos, but uh, I yeah I was just like eh. It, but the Grammys is never something I watch. Watch. You know yeah, because I mean? like, the, yeah the music they pick is like like Beyonce won right, and she and her, her and her daughter won. But like the song I thought was like so dumb. Is she's just like brown little girl, brown little girl. And then, yeah. like, her daughter sings, like, I'm a brown-skinned girl. And then she won a uh, Grammy for it. And I'm just like, that the song. The little girl, Blue yeah. Ivy, right? Yeah, both of them did for that one song. I was like, that's kind of, like, a dumb song, you know? Like, But, like, it won because it's Beyonce, and she's talking about her daughter's brown skin. So it's like, let's give her yeah. the Grammy. It's just, like, a lot of those yeah. awards, you know? You see, yeah, you see a lot of, like, uh, uh, like credibility awards where, like, th- like, Nas. Like, Nas got nominated in the rap category. Yeah. And, like... Everybody thought that Freddie Gibbs was going to win. Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist made an album, like a very good album. Uh-huh. And then Nas won because it's like he's never won the best rap album. Yeah. This is his 13th album. This is like I would I would argue, I would argue, you know, this might not even be as his top 3 albums. But either way, it's just like it's like the Oscars, you know, it's like all politics. Uh-huh. It's like they hand like, you know, Nas is Nas, he's a name, so Same why Promising Young Woman's nominated for best best picture. Is really you know some of these other people? No. Yeah. No, you're yeah. wrong on that one. Not. You're you. Yeah. Well, my my comparison would be like Aaron Sorkin. Like Aaron Sorkin is, he's got that all that credibility. You know what I mean? So like, or like Glenn Close got nominated in Best Actress. Oh, you're talking about like, credibility, oh, like win. like like uh, he deserved it before, but he never got it, and then now correct, giving it correct. To him. And so that's what I'm saying. Like that's uh, how like the Beyonce one is. Like you look at the category of people like she's up against, and it's like, well, it's Beyonce. Why wouldn't we give it to Beyonce? Because she's had 28 other ones already. I know, but you just do that. It's like Kanye won for best co- Christian contemporary album. It's like, do that album? I don't know. Was, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it is or if it isn't compared yes, to the other ones. Yeah, I haven't heard any but other it's like, Christian contemporary Kanye's Kanye. Yeah. And it's like I don't want this guy calling up the the Grammy hotline after the show, man. <laughs> He'll be waiting in the parking lot. I was like, we need security again. That's not the answer, Sway. That's not the answer. <laughs> Tell me, Sway. How do you know? Oh yeah, but shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's politics, semantics, and all that shit. It's like, uh, yeah. It's just yeah, but I didn't watch it. Oh okay. Are you gonna watch that? Uh, the Justice League, the Snyder cut. I want to. I hear like okay, so like I follow this guy on uh, YouTube. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was hoping I you said. Him, I was like, hoping I you said YouTube or something. Topic? I was hoping you said YouTube or Twitter or something, not just physically following somebody. What do you mean? Yeah, like, oh, like I follow you, this you, guy. You. I was like, oh, yeah, hopefully yeah, yeah. he says YouTube or had like something. Had like, to catch up to that joke. Had to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> you were two blocks ahead on that one. <laughs> uh, I follow this kid on YouTube. And he reviews movies, and I like the way he talks about movies. Uh, he's probably like our age. I think he's called the Armchair Auteur, and uh-huh. he just re- reviews movies. And like, I, I take I take what he what he says into consideration. And uh, he like loved this cut. And he's like, uh, I didn't like the. He's like the first one. I like. I kind of like felt like I had to be a contrarian and say I liked it. And then like, uh, and more and more, I would see parts of it on like on on tv when it was like rerunning yeah and he's like yeah it's like a trash movie and so i was like okay and then he said like this one it just works like the hour and a half extra that he adds it like fleshes out the story essentially yeah like all the reviews that i've seen so far have been positive but this could all be the machine you know what i mean this could all be the people getting paid to say good things about all the man well yeah i guess like the real reviews and what happened to what thursday night yeah 
Well, I've, I've, but, been, uh, I've been seeing the I want to watch it, but people are saying watch it in one full sitting, and it's like, whew. yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. It's four hours, so that's a. There's breaks in it though, like chapter breaks. Oh, there are. Yeah. Oh, so that's dude, that's awesome. Like I, I said you could. He said I. I would say watch it full. I'll probably just do like two, like two, two sittings. I don't know if I'm gonna watch it. It's like they're comparing it. Like I get a lot. I see a lot of comparisons to the, the like the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like it's like a journey movie. Like it starts and then it's just it all builds up. You know what I mean? They're on a journey. Yeah, too. yeah, 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 yeah. Which is pretty cool. I might just like I might just take like your guys' word for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something different than what I really think. Then fuck it, then, dude. I don't care. <laughs> I'll I'll just I'll just do opposite of what Ralph says. <laughs> Oh shit! I know Ralph's gonna love it. Ralph's already gonna love it, dude. I already know these things. <laughs> I already know it, dude. I I, I have uh, I haven't seen the original. I mean the the Josh Whedon cut. So I've been I've been waiting, you know, like. So I'm not even yeah. gonna I'm not even gonna watch it. I'm just gonna go straight to the 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 Snyder cut. But um, I kind of want to watch the what was it Batman versus Superman? That's like the one leading up to it, right? I like that one. Yeah, I want to see that again because that's been like over five years, right? Since that came out. Yeah. Yeah, so I gotta see that again before I watch the Snyder Cut. Now, is the Snyder Cut leaving like in a month, like the other movies, or is this on HBO Max now? I don't know. Because uh, I missed I miss uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Like I went to I look. Miss, I missed Tom and Jerry. Oh, oh wait, did? it's still on there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's some pretty good bits. Oh uh, shit! I haven't watched it. It's cool. It's like overall, it's like a really cheesy, dumb movie, but like, oh, it's yeah. it's got some cool bits to it. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool. I, I would recommend it if you got nothing else to watch. Yeah, well, you got a you got an edible to pop in and dude. I've been thinking about it like, huh? Maybe I just fucking get stoned and watch Tom and Jerry like freak myself out. <laughs> yeah, but I haven't watched that. I I need to watch it. But the Snyder Cut, man, that's four hours. Four hours of your life gone. I know. Well, yeah, I mean, that's four episodes it. of The Sopranos right there. <laughs> Five, dude, because. Aren't Sopranos like forty-four minutes or something? So, nah, I mean, they're more. close to an hour. Oh, they are fifty-three minutes, fifty-five minutes. Wow, that's a big commitment yeah. for me, dude. I don't know if I could do that every every episode. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Like forty-four cuts it like already for me. I'm just like, eh. That's why I I started watching that show, the um, uh, the crew because it's so short. It's like twenty minutes, like each episode. Yeah. So I'm just ah oh, fuck it. I'll just watch this. It may not be the best, but you. you know, like it gets I feel you. I feel yeah. You. And then you see that Rob Zombie's going to be making the Munster movie for Universal. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hell, yeah, dude. Oh it's, God. Um, it's, it's supposed to be like a horror comedy. That's like what they're, what they're going to call it. Why do they keep giving this man money? What do you mean? <laughs> Fans, why do they keep giving him money? Because he makes good movies. Oh, God, dude. I'm so sorry for you. Why? Because, like, something about him, dude, with you, it's just, like, your brain, like, switches off. Like, no, you, there's, like, you, you, you like, your tunnel vision with that fool. <laughs> no, dude. Did you not like House of a Thousand Corpses? It's Wasn't good. that his first movie? That was his very first movie, yeah. With Chris Hardwick. And that's all I liked. Oh, dude, Devil's Rejects is, like, a masterpiece. Nah, it gets lame after you watch it a couple times. Well, yeah, that's, like, a lot of movies. <laughs> Oh, dude. They I remember, dude, when, when I walked out of the theater after watching Devil's Rejects, I was like, my mind was blown. I was like, this is fucking How awesome. How old is Devil's Rejects? Uh, over 10 years. We were at, we, we were like, I would say probably 13 years because we were at Edwards. Yeah. So we were still working a lot happens. A lot happens within that time. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean it's, it's the worst movie because the older it gets, it gets worse. Yeah, it does. It does not. 
you grow out of it, dude. You grow out of that shit. No, it's still good, dude. I watched it. I watched it like I watched it probably like a year ago, when that his other movie came out, the sequel to it. I rewatched it. It's really good, man. I never seen the sequel. I didn't. I haven't seen his last two. Oh, okay. The, the sequel is cool. Yeah, thirty one. Thirty one is yeah. That's like um, he just made that movie because he would. He just had had nothing to do. You know, like like he he was trying Great to great reason to make a movie. Because he w- he um <laughs> he wanted to make a movie about the Philadelphia Flyers, and he was like in limbo with getting cash, right? And like uh-huh. so, then the studio like they were like working it out, and he was just like, okay, I'm gonna go make a movie, and he made Thirty One for like super super low budget, and it's just about like a Halloween night, you know? There's like a game, and like people. That was ca- fan fan thing, right? Yeah, yeah. He did like some. It was like not even like Kickstarter. It was like a weird weird one that it's he like Indiegogo something. It was even smaller than that. But yeah, he made it. It came out. It was it's cool. like FanDuel. <laughs> <laughs> but that that was that that definitely wasn't like a great movie. Like I mean, it's just whatever. But have you seen The Lord of Salem? Yeah, I like that movie. Yeah, that's really good too. See, look at you. You're over here seeing these movies that you like of his. I think you got I said the, I like you. I like you, one. You, I like you, one. Yeah, you you said you like uh, House of a Thousand Corpses already. Nah, I said I grew out of that bitch. No, you said that for Devil's Rejects. You, you have. Uh, the, I said it for House of a Thousand Corpses. You, you have the hate blinders on. That's what you got, dude. I don't have hate blinders on because I don't even care, dude. There you go. Then why, why are you saying stuff about it then? <laughs> because I said, why are you still watching his movies? Because I, I I enjoy them. That, why are you still watching uh, Spike Lee movies? Those are garbage, because, man. <laughs> he's one of the. He's one of our most important filmmakers oh, of the last God. twenty years. The last forty years, dude. Yeah, he is. No. You may not you may not agree, but he is. Why? Because he's made one of the single greatest movies of all time. Inside Man? Uh yeah, that too. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> one of them. <laughs> that's his best movie, hands down. Uh no, because he made Do the Right Thing, dude. Yeah, that's all right. It's great, dude. <laughs> it's great. You got the you got the, the blinders, the Spike Lee blinders on, man. Uh yeah, but I'll admit it, see. You won't admit it. Yeah. <laughs> what did you watch, dude? Did you watch anything this week? Uh, yeah, I saw Raya and the Last Dragon. Oh, I thought you were going to say House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's uh, it, dude, it, it's. Are you going to watch it? Is that like a movie? You'd nah, watch? you no? can ruin. You can ruin it. I don't. Anime movies are hard for me to watch. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know why. Really? That's, that's, that's yeah. Like that's why the Tom and Jerry thing. I'm like, uh, did something happen to you when you're a kid? Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know what it is, man. Is there sing? Is there music in this one? No. Oh, all right. Hmm. It's good. It's so it's pretty much the Avengers. But it's on Apple TV. No, it's on Disney Plus. Uh, no, yeah, Disney Plus Premier Access. I don't have Disney Plus. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it. it's thirty dollars to rent. But it's like, Jesus. But but like you you get you like you rent it, but you get to watch it as much as you want until June thirtieth, because at June thirtieth this one just become available on Disney Plus. Got it. But um, it's it's good. I mean, my daughter loves it, and it's like it's pretty much Avengers Endgame for kids. The same concept. There's a stone breaks, and they have to go get all the the piece the pieces of the stone, and they all have special powers each one, and. Yeah. And like you know, there's like a whole uh, like Avengers assemble scene at the end. You know, it's like all right, it's, all right. it's pretty. It's a it's a pretty good movie. I, I recommend it, but it's expensive though. You know, like if you if you don't have any little ones, and it's probably not worth renting thirty dollars. You know. Yeah, I don't have Disney Plus. Yeah. So even if you have Disney Plus, you still have to pay thirty bucks. Yeah. 
It's kind of oh, like kind of like how that one movie was um with the with the wizards and stuff. Um the where the dad they brought the dad back from the dead. Onward. Onward, yeah. Onward was the same way. And then Mulan, I think, did it. But then like they put Soul for free, which I thought was like the best Disney Plus movie out there, you know, like that they've made yeah. this whole year. Yeah. Um yeah, but I don't I don't know what their their process is of, of picking what movie they charge. But I saw that and then I saw the crew on Netflix. I finished that. The it's, whole thing? Yeah, the whole thing. They're short. It's like how many episodes is I it? I think there might be nine or ten. And they're like Oh, it's just one season? One season. It's like twenty two minutes each episode. Damn. It it's cool, like it's cool to just like if I'm gonna eat something real quick, I'll just throw it on, you know, watch it. Yeah. But um it's yeah, it's like I don't know if you've ever seen yeah, like you said like the ranch. You know, like it's it's kinda like the beginning of the ranch, because the ranch got like a lot better as it went on, like as far as like like story wise and actually craftsmanship, like it just got better as a show. This one is still they like put, like more Scientology in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, they they actually they actually took Scientology out of it because you know they they kicked them off the show because <laughs> of, of rape allegations. <laughs> oh shit! But um, yeah, it's it's cool. Like it's a e- easy way to kill twenty two minutes per episode. You know, yeah. It's like um, he's very likable. You know, he's like a kind of a, a klutz. Kevin James. Yeah, likable klutz, yeah. just like all of his other shows. Yeah. So if you like those other shows, you'll probably like it. It's NASCAR, you know, about NASCAR. So I did a, like King of Queens. I do like yeah, King of Queens. Yeah, that was a good show. Yeah, so you'll probably like this. I'm not going to watch it, though. No? I have, like, a hard time watching Netflix shit. Why? It's the service I use the least. Honestly, I have no idea, dude. I have no idea. Is it, like, a stigma thing? Is it, like, something in your head where you just don't, like, you don't think the quality mm-hmm. is there, or...? Uh, I think a lot of it is like content for content. You know what I mean? Like it's it's rare that I think that like Netflix has like truly like amazing shit on it. Uh huh. Um, but they do. Like, don't get me wrong. I just think that it's like such an overflow. And I think I feel like the bar is lowered when it comes to Netflix for people because I think like a lot of shit that people watch on Netflix is like just content to fill the time. I think what it is is just so many people have Netflix that they need to make something for everybody. So they're just, yes. kinda, you know, like there's a lot of like yeah. something for everybody. So it's not like, like HBO is killing it, dude. Like HBO has like really good content. Yeah. You know? And um, I think that's because not that many people, so they already have, they already have like, uh, you know, an audience that, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Netflix is just so huge. It's like, they got to please everybody. They got to have like, the reality shows, like the yeah, the four like the like super long drug out documentaries about crime. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, so it's cool. And then I saw um Saint Maud. Oh, okay, you watched it. Yeah, I don't know, man. Not that I didn't, <laughs> I didn't like it too much. <laughs> I was hearing bad things about it. I, I, that I was because like, they try to bury it. Oh, did they really? That makes sense, man. Yeah, because there was like a big campaign for it when theaters were about to were still open. And there was like a big push, like, oh, this shit, this is going to be the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, then, and then theater shut down, and then it just like disappeared. Uh-huh. Like, and it's been, I want to say, like six or seven months before they started really campaigning again. And when they campaigned, it just seemed like it was like something that they put together by the wayside. Like, I, I haven't, you know, like, I feel like if you're a horror fan, you heard about, you saw the campaign for it. But it's yeah. like, uh, I don't know. I feel like they try to bury it. It's like the perfect recipe for me, man. It's like A24, religious horror. You know what I mean? Yeah. First time writer-director. I'm like, yeah, let's just do it, you know? But it makes sense why it's on Epix. Like the only A24 movie that got sent to Epix, you know? 
Yeah. Because it's like it's not even worth the the five ninety or four ninety nine trial period that I paid to watch it. You know. Oh, gotcha. It's gotcha. just like it's boring. Like and and like, I say that as an A twenty four fan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's I I know boring movies and you know I could appreciate movies that are like kind of slow burn. You know what I mean? This is just yeah. kind of like I don't know. Just like. It seems like everything has been done before. It seems like she she set out to make a hereditary. Okay. Because like some of the scenes that are meant to be shocking are like not sh- we've seen it already. Got it's it. like not shocking. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like oh oh I see what you're doing. Like you know like mental mental illness and like is it religious? Is like what is this type of you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like the same tropes as like some other movies, and then like it, it's like she had a, a opportunity to make the like the ending like like. Just kind of like up in the air, you know, but then she, at the very end, she just like adds like two seconds to explain the whole movie. You know, what right. I mean, it's like a two second clip at the very end that just says, "Oh, this is exactly what happened in this movie." Instead of leaving it up in the air for like the audience, I just uh-huh. think she, she should have had a little bit more like, like trust in her, beauty. yeah, trust in her vision, and not be like, "Let me just make sure you guys got this." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I just, I just was super hyped on it, and I was pretty disappointed. Yeah. The acting was good. The two actresses, like their their yeah. acting was pretty good, but um, the yeah, I don't know, story wise, it wasn't that great. Got it. It looks cool. It does look cool. There's like some cool. I mean, like you see, that's the even thing. Like there's like cool scenes, but like they're still not even like, I don't know. Like it just like they were there for shock value, you know, and it doesn't come close to like Hereditary or Mids- Midsommar or like. The Killing of a Sacred Deer, you know, like all those like good movies like like that I enjoy, like it just didn't uh-huh. live up to any of that. All right. Yeah, and then I saw, <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw um, Arrow Videos. They they have their own like streaming service, uh-huh. and they just released like a. Everybody gi- does, dude. Everybody yeah. does. I know, and they just released the Jim Cummings like shorts, like volume one of. Oh his, yeah, his the shorts. shorts. They were on Amazon for a long time. And uh, I saw a couple of them. They're pretty good. I saw I saw one called the the native stand up, and um, it's pretty much about this guy doing his um, he he's doing like a open mic, and like it's his like first time going up on on stage and everything, and it's like a it's like a one like a oneer you know so it like follows him from the back he's nervous, you know he tries to cancel and he's like walking out but then like the the the, the MC calls him out like oh there he is come up on stage and it's like all one shot, and yeah. it's like. It's a little bit like preachy, because he he's just kind of like telling like how like America is fucked over the Indians, you know, and it's just like okay we get it you know he just it just kind of goes on for a little bit but like the filmmaking of the movie is like really good, and then like the end is like a little oh that's funny type of you know like a not like a twist but just something in there like a nod you know, and it was yeah. cool like um it's only fifteen minutes but, but then I saw the other one called the robbery that one was was really good that's funny. Yeah. It's like, like this girl, like it starts off and she's like smoking crack in a car, in an Uber, right? Yeah. And then she's like on the phone and then they like, I guess they're taking the dog away. So she needs like $200 and she's like, fuck it, I'm going to go rob this. She's like, tells Uber, just stop the car and she's going to go rob this liquor store. And then there's like all this shit happens. And they're like, it's just like, it's a really good scene. It's, a, it's also a one It's another like 15 minute, like one shot. But yeah. like, it's good. It's like a lot of crazy shit happens in like the liquor store. But yeah, I, I recommend it. It's like... It's cheap. Uh, Arrow, Arrow, I think it's called Arrow Player, but it's like four ninety nine a month, and then you get a free thirty day trial. But uh, so far, it looks like all yeah. the content on it's pretty good. Everybody has one. Arrow, Kino Lorber. Um, I just saw one. Criterion. Another. 
Well, Criterion's fifteen dollars. They're expensive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's like a the uh, movie one. I'm trying to think of the production company. Is it Shout? Shout might have one. Oh, Shout. Okay. Um, but yeah, anything else? No, that's it. Um, all right. What did I watch? Let me just start off by saying I watched Come True. That was a major letdown. Yeah, no, I wanted um, to watch that. I mean, you could still watch it. It looks cool aesthetically. It's a very cool movie. It's got like the possessor vibe to it. But oh, okay, uh, it's uh, it to me, it just was like, what's the point of this movie? There's like, the storyline never really comes to a like a full stop to like fruition at the end, to the point where you feel like you have closure. Like, oh, that's what it meant. It's just like, huh? Like all of all you did all this, you did this huge setup for everything, and then the end is just like. That's it. Like, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be funny if like the ending of that movie was like it was all a dream? <laughs> it's honestly it, that's how like the ending kind of since is. Since it's dude, like, like based on a sleep study. Uh, honestly, yeah, it's kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, uh, okay, wow. Uh, I saw that, and I yeah, I don't recommend it. Uh, that was a hard pass. Even though I was like, man, like, cause you had said, oh, I think I'm gonna watch it, and I was like, don't do it, cause like Waxworks, I guess, like pressed the the soundtrack and put it out. And then I got the the Lamley. Their weekly bulletin was like, "Oh, check this out." You know what I mean? Like, and so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna try this." Like, I don't have anything else to watch. I'm gonna rent this. Major letdown. The girl, the main girl, she has like a very interesting look. She's like a Canadian actress, uh-huh. um, and she's got like a very unique look, and it's like very interesting to to like watch her. Oh, okay. Um, she's like very unique looking. Kind of like the girl from Possessor a little bit. Um, no, no, no like more like the girl from Hereditary. Oh, like the daughter? The, the, the little, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like that. You're very unique. Look. Yeah. Um, I saw that. Uh, still watching The Sopranos. Um, I saw Lance Ch- Last Chance You, the basketball season. Oh, I, like, yeah. I ran through that. So that's like based on ELAC, East LA Community College. Crazy. And I was telling Ralph, it's just crazy to know that like, you know, that's a, a JUCO and in their league, they play all of our local teams, you know what I mean? So, like, Mount Sac shows up, uh, PCC shows up, Trey Tech shows up. Like, these are all people that play them um, now is, in the is local that, is, area. Is uh, um, ELAC just this season, or is it the whole show based on them? No, so each season, the past two seasons have been on a college, like a, a, a junior college, like, back east. And oh, so okay. the premise of Last Chance U is all these guys come to these schools because this is their this is their last chance because they've either gotten kicked out of school, they've had like drug problems and so they get kicked out of school for that or they're failing grades, you know, they can't keep up their GPA. Yeah. Or they're just not getting enough playing time when they went to a Division 1 school and so they're like I'm going to bet on myself and go back down to a JC to get to transfer to another. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 Division One school, you know what I mean. So, does it focus so, on, on like certain like players, or is it the, the team in general? So, it focuses on the whole team. Like oh, each okay. episode is a different, uh, different key component. Like the first episode, it t- it's like focuses on two players. And then the next episode is like two players, and then the third episode is like the coaches. And then like it breaks everything down, and uh, it's really cool. It's really good. Like I, like I said, you know, like it's hard for me to watch Netflix things, but I like bang through that. Like bang through it and have like. Uh, I didn't feel like I wasted time or anything. It's a very intriguing story and it's shot like incredibly well. I would say watch the first episode and if the first 15 minutes don't hook you, then like, I don't know that I can't, I can't oh, help okay. you because like the first 15 minutes is just like, it's such a beautifully shot. I don't know if it's the same guys as the, the past, past two, but like if it is, they got this thing down to a science, you know, they, they, they know how to make these things look really well. Yeah. Really cool. 
and yeah, you got you got kids from like driving from like Riverside all the way to fucking East LA Community College. That's cool. Are they like an hour long? Yeah, they're hour longs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're good. They're very entertaining though. Um, that reminds me. That's like another movie that could have got nominated for an Oscar. The Way Back. Like, I don't think I don't think, I don't think I've seen that one. Which which one's that? The Way Back. The Ben Affleck movie where he oh, plays. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The coach. He's like an alcoholic or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um. Uh, I saw that, and then uh, I was telling you guys, you know, HBO Max just put up a bunch of fucking really good uh, movies on there right now on their service. They put up all the Rockies, and I think I've only seen past. I've only seen the first three, and then like the last couple. Uh huh. So there's like a whole pl- like three or four movies that I've never seen. Oh, crazy! I don't think I'm gonna watch though. I don't think I'm gonna watch. I'm just letting you guys know, the listeners. Uh huh. Um, but they also did put up all the Dirty Harry movies. Oh, that's cool. And there's five Dirty Harry movies. I've only seen up to this point. I've seen uh, three now, uh-huh. but uh, I need two more. But uh, yeah, they're like the first one's great. The first one is like it's like what a lot of movies how they make their movies now. But the second and third one, like they indulge. They're like, all right, let's get oh, a okay. like at the time of the movie. Like the third one, I think is the Deadpool, and Jim Carrey has like that's one of his first starring roles. He's like a super young guy. And Liam Neeson in it is in it, and it's <laughs> this is right around the time of like forty eight hours. Yeah. So like they want like a chippy like sidekick, so they get like an Asian guy to pair with Tommy uh, to pair with Clint Eastwood, <laughs> and he's like his buddy, and he's like there you like you know like quippy, you know the whole yeah. it's like a buddy thing like, um. But yeah, it's it's kind of like they're kind of the first one's good, the second ones are kind of corny. They all have the same formula, so like if you've seen them, it's kind of redundant. It's almost like his westerns. Like they repeat the man with no name. It's like a man comes to town, you know, uh, has to save the town. Nobody knows where he's from. And then as he's saving the town, so one of these guys he's fighting remembers who he is. And they're like, oh, my God, he has a secret, <laughs> you know. And yeah. uh, that's how these are. These are. They're like all kind of the same formula. Not like the Western, but in the sense that like it's a serial killer playing a game and they somehow interweave uh, Dirty Harry into Jack or Harry Callahan into the story, whether it be like. Uh, they're a fan of his, or uh, he somehow knows that like the clues, or you know, it's like it's the same story, and then it's like three three acts of like him chasing a serial killer, and then the final act is him confronting him in some warehouse somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I tried watching Moxie, and I couldn't get through it, so I turned it off. Um, yeah, that's not for me. That movie's not for me. Um, you got Moxie. <laughs> That's that Amy Poehler movie on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, was good for me. Uh, I watched Silverado because I love that movie, and that's also another movie they put on HBO Max. If you guys have never seen Silverado, I think it's like one of the most underrated westerns of all time. It's uh, Lawrence Kasdan, the guy that wrote uh, or directed uh, Empire. Sh- uh, what is it? What's the second Star Wars movie? Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Sorry? Because um, New Hope is first, is Empire, and then the last one is uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, or and maybe the first one's a wait, New Hope. No, second's Return of the Jedi. No, that's the third. Okay. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, he wrote it. Uh, very famous uh, writer and director. His son is like a very famous writer, comedic writer now. But uh, yeah, I think it's like a super underrated western. It's uh, Kevin Klein, Danny Glover. Scott Glenn and Brian Dennehy, and it's like a cool, it's almost like a Magnificent Seven kind of thing, like a oh, band okay. of guys get together yeah. to save a town. Um, cool, gotta, it's funny though, I, I like team. it. It's like a two and a half hour movie, flies by, boom. Great Western, I think it's underrated. 
Um, and then be. I also saw another round. I saw another round. Um, I thought it was really good. I this is I didn't know, but I like look up the director, and you know, there's like a big thing that he got. He pulled a uh, what's that guy's name? The my, the guy that made uh Cold War, Paolo Palcheski or Pe- yeah. Palcheski or whatever. He got like nominated for best director, but like not best picture, and then something else. But his name is Thomas Wittenberg, and I had no idea that he directed The Celebration, which is like a movie that broke oh, my brain yeah, in yeah. film school. Like, um, The Celebration is a Dogma ninety five movie, and if you know anything about the Dogma ninety five movies, like it was these band of filmmakers that got together and thought that you could utilize your resources and still make a great movie based on like story and direction. So they like limited themselves to like only using digital camera. Like you can only have so many cuts you can, you know what I mean? Like they uh-huh. wrote out a manifesto. Yeah. And out of that came all these crazy movies. Um, That's where what's his Lars von Trier's comes out of. That's like uh harmony. Corinne made a, Dar- a dogma 95 movie. Um, But yeah, I didn't know that he's the same guy that directed that. And uh, it's really good. I didn't think I was going to like it, but it's really good. I would say if you don't, if you haven't seen it uh, or haven't heard, or heard about it, I would say go into it blind and watch it. It is a foreign film. It's a Danish film. So if you're not into reading subtitles, I wouldn't recommend it. But Mads Mikkelsen is in it and he's a stud. <laughs> uh, but my big thing that I saw this week that I wanted to talk to you about is that I finally watched Scare Me. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and I hated it. You hated it? Yeah, right, my guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, dude. I have like a whole fucking page of notes, dude. I was like blown away by it. He reminds me a lot of Jim Cummings, that guy. Yeah, dude, it's like uh, really good, huh? It's like, and it's like really good. I'm yeah. in love with Aya Cash. Uh, I've been in love with her since You're the Worst. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is so good. I mean, I will say this, though. I will say that it is a movie for horror fans and horror fans like cinephiles specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think people can still enjoy it if you've never seen the references, but there's like, he's like within the first 30 minutes, it's like a, a reference every other line. Uh-huh. You know I mean, like, oh, Silver Bullet, uh, Jack Torrance. Like, he's not saying these things, but he'll like recite lines from it or, yeah. you know, be like, and then a big shark comes out. Just that's my favorite movie. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I liked the pace of it a lot of mm-hmm. this movie. It reminded me a lot of Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest flaw was it, I just didn't like the third act. Yeah, yeah, me too. That it, that it did get a little weak there, but the everything... turn is like why? Yeah, I know. That's like the only thing. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah. I, I I loved it. I I, li- I really liked it. Uh huh. The pizza guy, dude, he's so funny, man. Yeah, Chris Red, like he yeah. had a he, like the same thing with zingers, like you know they're like he's like, hey, can I like do you you want to do coke with us? Like and he's like, huh, do I? <laughs> yeah. And they start doing coke, and then they're like getting into specifics, and they're like he figures out that you know I Cash is a famous writer, and they're like. He's like, oh my god, you went to Yale and you you have like the best selling book. And he's like, Yale's not a big deal. He's like, it is. It's one of the best Ivy Leagues in the world. He's like, what school did you go to? He's like, Oxford. And he's like, oh, <laughs> just like shuts up. He's like, even the pizza guy went to a better school than me. Like, yeah, but I really enjoyed it. I really, I really liked it up until that third act. Um, not to say that the third act is bad. It's just I didn't like that turn. It was unnecessary. It was like, huh? what's that? It was like unnecessary that third act. Right. Yeah. 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 I thought the third act was going to be that she was a figment of his imagination. Yeah, that would have been cool. You know, that the, that, whoa, what the hell? What happened? I thought I felt somebody like running behind me. Uh-oh. You know what I mean? Like an oh, earthquake feeling like what the hell? Oh. I was shaking. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I wrote down like a lot of the lines just because I was like, 
really, really, <laughs> really into it. But yeah, uh, I couldn't. I, I, I like was bummed that I waited this long to watch it. Yeah, because if I had seen it, that would probably have been on my like favorite movies of last year. Yeah, definitely. It's it's good. From the man. past year, his new movies just somebody just bought the rights for. I think R. What's it? R. J. W. or R. J. L. E. Films or whatever. Yeah, R. J. L. E. I think. I think yeah, I think they bought the rights to his new movie. It's called A Wolf Among Us. Yeah, yeah. And so I look at the cast, uh-huh. and like I'm like so excited because yeah. these are all like uh, great comedic actors who aren't necessarily comedians per se, but they are comedic actors. So like you have dudes like Sam Richardson's in it, um, that chubby guy that always comes out. He's like an improv guy, but there's like a bunch of like uh, improv people and sketch people in it, and uh, yeah, it seems like a very good recipe for a very funny uh, horror comedy. Yeah, it's I can't wait. It's comes. It's supposed to come out this year, so that's good. Okay. Yeah. Really. Yeah, and so after seeing that, I think I might subscribe to Shutter. I don't like. Yeah, Shutter is like good, another dude. service. I shouldn't, but uh, I don't know. It's I'm thinking good. about. I think it's it. it's not that bad either. If you subscribe through Apple TV, it's only like four ninety nine, and then it's integrated with your like, your 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 like watch TV whatever. No, I don't need Apple TV. I don't need it. <laughs> no, no. I'm so. Do you have an Apple? You do have? Do you have an Apple TV? No, I use everything through my either Xbox or Fire. Oh okay, yeah. Actually, the Xbox is a really good streaming like apps. Like their their platform is really good. Yeah, like, but the quality is always that, really good. That movie scare me, and then now that I know that the Devils is on Shutter, I'm like. And then yeah, Holliston's on there. It's cool to watch every once in a while again. Oh okay okay. And then the new Creep Show. Uh, the new they have two seasons coming out this year. I think in April, uh, season two comes out, and then in October, season three comes out. And I guess like the budget is like doubled, like. As they go on, like they put a lot more because I guess season one did really good, so then they put a shitload more money to season two, and then uh, yeah. Joe Lynch has two episodes on season two, and I he just has. Figured, some I just figured three. it's like I think it's only six ninety nine, right? For I sure. think it might be cheaper than that. I think it might be five dollars. If it is, and it's like that, I, I I feel like it's kind of worth it if I watch just a movie on the platform once yeah. once a month. And if they're putting out shit like the Dark and the Wicked, Dark and the Wicked, yeah. and scare me once a month, I'm like, okay, that's cool. I'll watch those movies. They're like really good, like old movies, like House and House Two. Correct. You Correct. know, like just like yeah. good fun movies like that too. Yeah. Um, I forgot. First I did, was really I, good too. I saw uh, Kid Ninety as well. Kid Ninety, Kid Ninety. That's a, the, oh, I watched Kid Ninety Two and I turned it off. Uh. Uh, I turned it off when she got older. Yeah. Did you get to the part older. where she met the dudes from from the movie Kids? No, I didn't okay, get to that Okay, that's part. the best part of the movie cuz like like I mean the it's cool like watching like it I don't think it was made well. You know, it has yeah. a documentary, it just wasn't made well. But um she gets to a part where she moves from LA. She quits like TV acting. She and then she leaves LA and then she goes to New York and then she just like she's like fascinated with these like the skate culture in New York. Yeah, I saw the previews for like Brooklyn Banks and Harold Hunter, and I was like, when are they going to get to that? And then they never got to it, so I was like, man, was that just like a play to like get me to watch this shit? But if no, you're no, me, it's at the end. Yeah, it's actually a, a pretty big part of the documentary. Like, she, so she goes to New York, and then she sees these skaters, and then she like runs up to them as they're getting into a taxi, and then they hang out with her for the rest of the you know the day, and then they they end up being in kids, and then so now that's like her whole crew. She, like, that's who she hangs out with. Like all the skaters, like their actual you know like actual skaters that he filmed. Yeah. And, um, dude, it's just so crazy how, like, everybody she's like, gets really close to kills themselves. It's, like, it's, it's pretty yeah, gnarly. Yeah, all those kids. Those are all, like, uh, Harold Hunter, Javier Nunez. Yeah, like, uh, those dudes just off themselves. And, like, I, she felt like, like the angel of death, dude. Like, everybody, like, she touched was, like, killing themselves. It's crazy. Yeah. 
like so like one of the dudes was like yeah i told my mom i'm insane and then you know and she's like yeah I, I, I tried to kill myself and then she's like i never i never picked up on the clues i'm like he just fucking yeah, told you like it's like intense right she's got like yeah. that brandy disease or it's like a lot of people around her like there's death a lot around her yeah i mean i get it because it's like all like growing up like in hollywood and like doing drugs and stuff you know but it's yeah it's crazy the amount of people that kill themselves around her that's wild yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. I would. I wouldn't recommend it because it just. It did seem like kind of like a waste of time. Just kind of boring. Dude, it was like, like an hour and ten minutes, and it felt like so long. I was, was like, it really? It. it was written hour and yeah, ten. Yeah, it's minutes? only not. It's only. It's only literally. I think uh, seventy minutes. Wow. Yeah. It's it it dra- it dra- drags out. Yeah, it was literally seven minutes, and that shit felt like forever. Crazy. Yeah, so yeah. I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch that too. I totally forgot. See, yeah, that's how forgettable the movie was. I was yeah. Like, oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, did you watch anything else? No, that's it, man. Huh. I just, um, uh, yeah. I mean, do you want to end the? Do you want to end the pod there? Is that a good spot to end the pod, or do you want to keep talking about anything else? No, that's good. We can end it there. Uh, all right. So I guess this episode is just going to be us talking shit about movies that you guys are never going to watch. And I'm sure if any of you are here at the end, uh, of this pod, I totally appreciate it. I totally understand if you're like over it within the first 15 minutes, uh, I'm talking to you, Ralph. Um, uh, but yeah, <laughs> this was a, a, a rough one. You gotta, you gotta, we, uh, the Moderna bros, dude, in, in a month from now, we just got to go run around the town, dude. Right in a month from now dude i mean st patty's day is on a couple days in a couple days that's right uh, it's going down it's going down let's do it when i talk to you guys i'll be coughing and coughing <laughs> up blood but uh yeah guys i hope you guys are still listening still uh subscribing to the pod but uh yeah uh see you guys again or see you at another time later Thanks. guys Bye.